But before we get into it, tell me, spit or swallow? Hi, welcome back to another episode of Spit or Swallow with your favorite host, House of Chocolate. Thanks for listening, for the likes, for the shares, for the comments, for subscribing, for those ones who are telling me who is going to marry me because I'm talking about sucking dick on the internet, you know. Um, I appreciate all of you all. Share, drop it in your family group chats, drop it in your church group chats, send it to your co-workers. Keep spreading the good word. Today, today is a special day and with me I have a very special guest, <laughs> Kayode um, Ani. Um, do you want to introduce yourself or should I give you? I mean, actually, I think it's best you do that because, you know, I mean, I'll call you anti-socialist, <laughs> uh, queer activist, writer, oh, okay. scientist, yeah. musician. I'm joking. My name is Anika Yodesompochku. I'm a writer, a scientist, and a queer liberation activist um, living in Niger- uh, Lagos, Nigeria. Um, yeah, that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> So um today we're just going to talk about like your journey what you what you, what you um what your experience has been like um, on this podcast uh, I realized and I I've had kind of always known but I made it a point especially this season to be more inclusive in terms of obviously when you're somebody who speaks about sex and sexuality in your voice sometimes people look up to you for like answers but then a lot of my experiences, I keep telling people like, yeah, just because I say I like this, I like this, doesn't mean that's the SI yeah. unit of whatever it is and stuff. And I have to have like more diverse voices as well. And sometimes I tend to, to see things from a very heterosexual lens. And so it's nice to be able to have like different people from, and obviously I don't want to be like, oh yeah, yeah, the queer activist, like, like the voice of all the queer people. <laughs> yes. And there's not everyone that's going to come. Yeah, the experience yeah, yeah. is going to be, you know, my experience. Exactly, your yes. experience. So you can only share. But then in doing, you know, in telling these stories, we hold space for like other people to explore, to expand their minds. You know, it's just, it's just nice to have you here. So I'm, I'm finally happy that you came. So <laughs> let me tell you, I've been chasing this guy for like one year, one year, but it's okay. You're here, you're here, so no judgment, no judgment. So, um, how yeah, did you thanks get? Thanks for having me. <laughs> Thank you for being here. How did you get into activism? What's what was your journey like? Into I mean, we can get into your sexuality. That's one thing. Yeah. But just like activism, you know, writing. I was reading, you know, one of your stories as well, and I, I see that that's also one way that you you use like your art for social impact to like share these issues, and I'm sure people connect um in that way. But yeah. just share like your journey. Yeah. So in general, like I think. My literature is, you know, also part of my work as an activist because mm-hmm. I also try to use literature. I believe literature is very political. Mm-hmm. I believe literature, you know, is a very cogent tool to kind of critique society yeah. or, you know, and if the society is too, you know, irredeemable to yeah. <laughs> call for the abolition Abolous, of the society. Yeah. And, Ooh, I love that. Oh, yeah, some of the abolitionists. Oh, yeah, go ahead. So, yeah. Um, I got into um, activism while I was in university at the Enugu State University of Science and Technology. Mm-hmm. Um, I was studying applied biology and biotechnology at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it's just kind of a situation where, you know, you dip your foot in the water, you start uh, kind of organizing, maybe you throw kind of uh, a get-together to discuss mental health with other people in the community, mm-hmm. or you make a few tweets about, you know, LGBT rights mm-hmm. or and you know, as time goes, at the point you you are getting calls from queer people that are in trouble and need mm-hmm. someone to help them and need yeah. you know that kind of That's assistance, right? right? Mm-hmm. So it, it just kind of kept going from that, and I feel like over the years it also kind of influences your politics because you have to grow. You can't you know just stay mm-hmm. that. Yeah, I mean, my be. politics in. 2015, 2016, the whole as uh, everybody can coexist. Let's just leave other people to live their life. It's so yeah, much, yeah. you know, different now. Like, I, I, I know in 2015, I was the kind of person to be like, the state shouldn't be in our, you know, bedrooms. Why is the state in our bedrooms? And it's like, actually, the state should... Um, you know, be very interested in the kind of violence that's happening in the bedrooms. It's just mm, that at yeah. the same time, they shouldn't people, be policing yes, whose genitals exactly. are knocking on each yeah. other. Yeah. So it, it's it's also kind of like the activism makes you grow more, which yeah. also feeds back into 
your work as an activist or my work as an activist. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. That's nice. Um, what would you say have been like um challenges and then and then also on the positive side, like motivations to keep being in jail. And the thing about activism, I feel like anyone who says that they self-declared activists, I don't yeah. think that it comes from a place of passion. I feel yeah. like even like sex and stuff is one of those things of what, if, if I'm speaking of my journey, it's one of those things where, you know, you're talking, you're doing this, you're doing this, and then people, the feedback and you see the impacts of what you're doing, it's like, okay, since nobody else is going to do that, I guess yeah. I have to say, I guess, I guess I have to say you guys. If you, you say know. so. If you say so, wow. I'll, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. So I think that, you know, a lot of times, you know, what foils me is just seeing the impacts of what I'm doing, people yeah. that I'm helping. And so how has it been for you? Especially being like a visible member of the LGBTQ in Nigeria, you yeah. know, how, how what's what has the backlash been like? Um yeah, how do you navigate it's, all it's that? been wild actually. It's been very wild. Um obviously the the threat of violence is always there, mm-hmm. right? Because the problem isn't just the laws. The problem isn't just that the state is violent. The problem is also that, you know, the the, the way masculinity exists, mm-hmm. men feel like um, being heterosexual mm-hmm. includes forcing other men to be heterosexual mm-hmm. and attacking any man who is not heterosexual. So, mm-hmm. like, attacking poor men is a part of heterosexuality for most heterosexual your heter- men. Your, your heterosexuality <laughs> is violent. Because, you know, it's that thing that, you know how they say, oh, you're watching a movie, they're like, they're forcing the gay agenda. And so I'm like, okay, yeah. but you're forcing your heterosexuality on everybody. Like, Literally. everything is so... Heter- and that's why, like I said, I try not to give this podcast a very heterosexual voice. It's like, sometimes you just have to be neutral about yeah. a, lot of, a lot of stuff because yeah. that's just not how people operate, you know? Yeah, it's, it's wild because you could be watching a, a movie that has, like... A, basically a rom-com mm-hmm. at this point or basically a romance movie where mm-hmm. the two main protagonists are mm-hmm. a man and a woman in love mm-hmm. and like the woman's gay best friend has a minute kiss mm-hmm. with one guy they met at the party and mm-hmm. suddenly mm-hmm. they're fussing you know oh my god okay. the kids exactly what are we gonna <laughs> do here so it's 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 kind of um yeah it's, it's an issue because you know and part of the reasons why like advocacy is so hard in Nigeria is because it's very dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, apart from the backlash from family, the mm-hmm. lack of support mm-hmm. from you know everybody, there's also like that threat of violence. Like yeah. you could literally be. I feel like people are actually more incensed about where people that are comfortable with being queer. Mm-hmm. Like it would be one thing if you are queer, but you don't like that yeah. you're queer and mm-hmm. you are not open about being queer. But when you are queer and you are like, yes, I am queer and I'm, there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. And like, do you get that? That's that it really, really, you know, it gets them. to them. Yeah, yeah and, really I, and I wonder where that stems from because sometimes, you know, that was a very interesting angle of you saying people um, promote heterosexuality. Like, by also silencing everything that is different mm. because there's that and then you have the angle of people who are fighting the truth of themselves because you have those people who are closet homosexuals who yes. are actually fighting and it's like I feel like sometimes they're like this is the representation of every you're promoting this thing that's making me go against my religion that's making yeah. me hate myself so I think it's that self-hate that's also translating into I, I feel like how so, people so yeah, other people. yeah my view on that is like you know from two different angles mm-hmm. right like on one hand, it is like a lot of people who, you know, refuse to accept themselves mm-hmm. kind of understand that that decision is very torturous yeah. and it's a decision they did not take lightly. Uh, lightly. Mm-hmm. They, you know, agonized over it and said that this is the best thing for mm-hmm. anybody to do. Yeah. And it causes them a lot of pain. And so when they see someone else that is like, actually, I'm not going to yeah. do all that. It's yeah. like, it's like how, dare you? <laughs> how dare you? How dare you? When I'm here in yeah. anguish, how dare you be living so, that, so that's like That's like one thing. But mm-hmm. at the, you know, I would also add to that that a lot of people who are homophobic are just actually heterosexual people. Many, many of, that, yeah. They're, no, for real. Like, Damn, this is... The I feel answer. like... No, I feel like we... There's this um, tendency mm-hmm. to always be like, oh, you, why do you hate queer people so much? Is it because you're secretly queer? And it's like, no, it's because they are a heterosexual man that hates yeah. queer people. Fair enough. Like, even I even see it happen with, with regards to misogyny, right? Mm-hmm. Where people are like, oh my God, Andrew Tate, you hate women so much, or this person hates women so much. So is it because you secretly like men? men. I'm like, mm. um, have you met cis men before? That's actually. Have you that's literally. Actually. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's actually just a minute angle to why. But it's it's like you said, you know what what we were discussing before, um, Mr. Rowling, talking about how there's so much societal conditioning as what is yeah. normal, what is normal, what is normal. We get so much heterosexual messaging. Oh yes, you meet somebody, you marry, you have kids, you do this, and so you find people who are just not think. They, they when you meet, they meet people, yeah. and they already have the template of okay, you are twenty nine. Why are you not married yet? Yeah, yeah like like yeah, it's actually crazy. Even yes. me, I asked somebody who was thirty eight. But the only reason why I ask that is I feel like with the way heterosexuals in general, see me ask myself, I'm not one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm segregating myself, but like with the way most people, um push this like marital agenda and the things I would ne- if someone said that to a woman if I say a 38 year old woman that's not married I'm yeah. like the reason why you're not married is men niggas are crazy yeah. but if I say a 38 year old man and he's single yeah. and it's not that he has been in a long relationship because they do benefit from the the system of like marriage yes. and then just even on a Forgetting in the, on the home front, on a social level of the respect you get as a man, oh yeah, yeah, a married man, you're this, yeah. yeah, that and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so this person's like 38 and I was just like, yeah, like, why are you not married, you know? And then, you know, his answer was great. Like, I'm not going to marry just for the sake of it. You know, I'm going to want to find a right partner. And I was like, that's actually great. Because most times, if you meet somebody that's 30 something, you know, almost 14, he has never been married. Yeah. Try it on this, that one. I feel like, I feel like, yeah. You know, the thing is, right? Even as, uh, apart from the fact that we don't even ever question these things that we are conditioned, like, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, what else would you do as a grown-up mm-hmm. if not marry a half Married children? And children? Even apart from that, we also have this thing where we internalize this value. Like, these are our desires. Mm-hmm. These are how we define our success and yes, our happiness. I know that, like, um, you know, when I uh, decided that, okay, you know what, I'm a, probably actually gay, right? The biggest reluctance I had because I wasn't... Was, oh, so I'm not marrying again. Was that what you thought? I, because all my life, I've actually, like, I had this big, uh, uh, um, you know, uh, fantasy mm-hmm. of, you know, that wife that mm-hmm. I'm in love with, that mm-hmm. my world revolves around her, mm-hmm. that can calm me down when no oh, one yes. else can calm me down. <laughs> Kaleo, that, no. no. Look into my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Look into, this is not you. Right? This is not you, really. That knows everything about my finances, that knows where oh. all my bodies are buried. Wow. Look at, look at, look at so, and it was like, just oh, it's like so an imaginary woman. <laughs> My job was a child. She's just there. She's already, she's already coming down in uh, mad man. Why are you guys so always popping so up for it? So it, it was, that was because at, at a point, that this becomes how you define your happiness, mm-hmm. right? So it becomes very unsettling to let it go. How do you decide, mm-hmm. okay, how, what then would you, right? What would fill your life? What, what do you, do you get? Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like it would really help out if people actually stopped and actually considered what they want mm-hmm. as a person, what they like doing. Because, mm-hmm. of course, a lot of us imagine that marriage is, you know, this one. Oh, my marriage is going to be so perfect. My yes, marriage is going to be, be so deep. And to be very fair, I come from a home where, you know, my parents really loved each other. My parents yeah. are the type of couple to um, sit outside, you know, on two chairs and a table sharing beer and mm-hmm. chatting into That's the right. night while we are in the living room watching cartoons and everything. And they just, you know, it's just two of Cute, them. Yeah. It's very... And I had to make peace with the fact that, one, you can have that kind of, you know, relationship. You can have that kind of fulfillment. You can have that kind of companionship mm-hmm. without marriage. Yes. That's one thing I feel like a lot of people don't understand. Mm-hmm. Marriage is a social, political, and legal system, mm-hmm. not just... <laughs> Go ahead. I mean, I agree Not just, agree not just love. Because people are like, yeah. okay, so what, what if you find someone that you love? I'm like, okay, and I would love that person. Why mm-hmm. do I need... The marriage. Why yeah. do I need the marriage certificate? Why do I need to go to the registry mm-hmm. and go and like, you know... Yeah. And for some people, it's even the ceremony, the whole ceremony of it, the whole like, oh, mm-hmm. look at me having my big three wedding. Days. Yeah, you know, and like, you know those times they used to say, as a human being, you have three important... They only have three Milestones, important days in your like, life. When you are born, when, when you, you get married, yeah. and when you die. And they yep. say, you're only going to be alive for yep. one. I remember one. I'm like, you're mad. <laughs> <laughs> All the things I accomplish, I'll go to school, I'll do this, I'll go on holiday, yeah. I'll have sex, I'll enjoy my life. But no, I feel like, I feel like being... I feel like, right, understanding... Like my journey, like making peace with my sexuality, mm-hmm. really taught me how to 
also live for myself as an individual yeah. and not just, you know, for the society because, of course, in Nigeria, where people can't even get married, like, you can't even be, you know, leg- legal. you can't be where yeah, can't legally, legal. yeah. even. Let's not even talk of... Oh, not even marriage. Not yes, even marriage. Bro. Like, you know, any sexual... LGBTQ. <laughs> rainbow flag no rainbow allowed (laughs) so it it kind of teaches you to also kind of like you know be able to live outside the lines yeah kind of like a a dream out a life that doesn't revolve around like a marriage right Mm -hmm. so that's also I would say that that's like one of the biggest like changes in you know the, the person I was like 10 years ago and yeah. the person I was now having to release that and and, and fair enough to do I can draw like parallels because you know as I said very recently I I was having a conversation about and it's something that comes up all the time so you, you don't want to marry and then for me as a woman it's more one being visible being in the sex space they'll say oh all this is that you're saying yeah. you just you, you this and that so what so, is why you know, that one is even the funniest <laughs> one. when I go through comments and they say ah look at somebody somebody's future mother somebody's future wife somebody yeah everything I'm saying on podcast if I have a child I would tell my child like <laughs> that has nothing to do with anything you know that's, it's like it's, it's like that's you, interesting. You're forgetting, yeah, because people think that you know do you think if I had a child, I wouldn't like have yeah, these this, kind of conversations? Do you understand? Sex education actually ch- starts from once your child is, is like one or two. Can they're understand them, words, Yes, literally. they're teaching them about their body parts. They're teaching them about consent and all of that. Yeah. Like there will be a time when birth control will become a thing. But it's, it's so it's so crazy because so many people don't even know how birth control works. Where to access birth control? You get pregnant because your husband said having sex. You don't even know how to have sex. Apparently, there's some yeah. people who there was this couple where they didn't know what to do. They were like, ah, she's not getting pregnant, she's not getting pregnant. What's happening? They were just lying down on top of her. What? They did not know, yeah, based on churchy, churchy, they didn't watch anything. They didn't. So you were just lying down there like, okay, so what do you, you don't know that oh there's actual God. penetration. And the thing yeah. is, sometimes you want to clown people, but it's like, it's also a function of what they've been exposed to, yes. what they've read. For some people, it was porn. For me, when I think about like, if I think of my earliest influences of like sex and stuff, it was a lot of like Mills and Boons, Harley Quinn. Oh, and so yeah. that's why I I I'm, a, I'm a La La Land girl. Like <laughs> I always thought of the romantic passion. And that's yeah. why girls, we like fantasy. We like all those kind of things. Me, I was like, no, uh, the first time has to be magical. Da, 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 yeah. da. So I never saw, and I mean, I had seen like porn. Um, um, funny enough, you know, so I said the first time I ever Googled porn by myself yeah, was gay porn. I wanted to see because everybody, wild. yeah, like everybody, everybody was like, oh, gay porn, they do this. I'm like, yes. what are they even doing? And I think I was probably like 20 something because I didn't really get into porn until later. And even then I, I use this apparently, like I, I think that porn is really, there's, I'm going to have a whole porn episode. I think that it can be good. Yeah. It's good to see and explore, but yeah. it did not. So porn doesn't have any influence on the kind of sex that I like. I discover that by oh, I'm doing this, I'm oh, trying okay. this, but a lot of people is what they see. Okay. Yeah, I actually have like a lot to say. Like I feel like pornography is really doing such a huge disservice mm. with the you know the way the kind of mindset it gives people about sex, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And again, going back to you know what we are saying again about people that you know even went into marriage without even knowing how to have sex. Yeah. There's also this kind of like um purity culture mm-hmm. people think it's like a commendable thing mm-hmm. that their virgins yeah. quote unquote yeah, virgins. at the mm-hmm. time of their marriage, marriage right yeah. and that that kind of is a gift yes, to their yes partner, yeah, you're giving them you're giving them your flower he's deflowering you it's it's so and it's like why you're not deflowering you? why so, you're not the, the grassy you yourself for me it, like. do you know the, 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 the weirdest thing about it is right if someone told me if someone told me um celibate i've never had sex because i just don't feel like i want to do that at this time i would not bat an eye but if someone told me i'm saving myself for marriage i'm like yeah and like i said there was a time when me i was on that table right (laughs) and and mine was like i said la 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 and then growing up with being taught that if you're sleeping around sleeping around is disrespectful and then Yes, to it, your it, temple. Yeah, no, no, so it wasn't even disrespectful to my temple. It wasn't even that. It was more of men who just look at you anyhow. Then it's oh, like, okay. ah, you cast in the street. No family yeah. want to marry you. Yeah, you yeah. have to be a good daughter of the kinikon kinikon. And then it, it wasn't even like it was a must. It was okay. Like I said, she, my grand used to say, oh, I only had sex with people I was in love with. And then when you read romantic novels, they just have that passion. And that's what I was like, I mean, I was doing everything. I've always known I like making out. I like kissing. I like yeah, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. It's like ah. But then I also had a very irrational fear of pregnancy. Then I also realized that I knew that sex was a responsibility. I always tell people, like, yeah, sex is sweet and stuff, but are you ready to start worrying about birth control? Maybe because me, from the jump, like, I, I 
ex- I read about everything that I want to do. I'm very intentional about my body. So I'm like, am I ready to go and start doing regular STD testing? Yeah. To get money? Yeah. <laughs> am I ready to start, you know, going yeah. to be worrying about, oh, you know, am I going to have it's, a child? It's so funny because um, when I, before I, I, I said, before I became sexually active, I actually uh, had to get on PrEP. And way before that, I was like, I'm obviously not going to, you know, start having sex if I'm not on prep, mm-hmm. and I, I, you know, I don't have access to yeah. regular testing and yeah, yeah. yeah, because I'm a very, very like planned yeah. person. person. Even when I was in, you know, when I was a teenager and the rest, I always low key, I kind of looked down at other teenagers that were having sex, mm-hmm. not because of religious reasons, yeah. but because of like. Why are you even doing this at the this ghetto. point in time? <laughs> like, what are you even doing? You know? so, so, me, I, I was very happy things because, like I said, kissing, making out, you know, everybody had their own, like, different milestones. There's time yeah. I used to use the base system. Like, okay, today we're only kissing, <laughs> then tomorrow we can touch bread, then tomorrow you know, we can do this and we can do that. But it was just me, like, trying to build my story. You know, I've yeah. always been like, oh, I want to meet somebody we'll talk for. So I, I think recently so people were talking about, oh, I thought I'll be married by 23, 20. Me, my age was always like 29, 30. Yeah. And it was only when I went into uni that I saw how many like, how like societal influences can make you think, okay, this is probably what I should be doing. So I, I now said, okay, maybe if I marry at 25, then I don't want kids. Even then, kids have always been, no. <laughs> I said, okay, I want two kids. So I'll do like, uh, 27 for the first one, then 29.5 on the second one. So they'll be under 30 because they told you 30 is the yeah, yeah, 30. Yeah. I finished. Yeah, all your breasts are falling, all your body is dry. You get so all of that, but obviously, coming out of union and stuff, you're just like, This is the first of all, life doesn't even work like that. You can want of that if you don't meet somebody who has sense. I mean, I can never be with somebody just for the sake of being with someone. Yes. Then, obviously, my own my own idea of like marriage, like I have been more of I want to be successful when I'm 20, whatever. I want to have house. I want to like there was one time I'm like, Do you know that every time you dream about your life and all the money you have, there is no man in that picture? Like it was always like me, 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 right. go get her, go get her, do this okay. and do that. And I, so- I, I was okay. So, first of all, I, I feel like um, I was the opposite when I was mm. thinking of sex because yeah. I wanted it to be with someone I didn't know. Someone mm. I could literally... Were you, so, were you a get, out of, get it out of the way kind of person? So, for the first, first time, mm-hmm. I'm, like I said, I'm a, I consider myself to be a romantic but a realistic romantic mm-hmm. and so I knew that it's very, 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 very unlikely that you'd be that in love first, with that person. No, no, no. It's very unlikely that the first time you have sex is going it's to be feel amazing. Mm-hmm. Right? So, I was like... Well, me, I there are two options. To, yeah. there are, there are, so, so there are two options for me, right? If I top, so top is like the person yeah. who yeah. you know does the penetration. penetration. If I top, if it goes badly, mm-hmm. you do not know me. We never met. This mm-hmm. never happened. Oh Please yeah, so you can just suppress it, erase it. Literally, mm-hmm. this never. I do not talk to me on the road. And the same thing with because at the point I wasn't really sure. You know, there's this top bottom, bottom tip. Thing. And I was like, which which am I? Which am I? Back then. Because it was always like, you but had now to be I, one. I, I've, yeah, I've noticed that they allow fluidity. And yeah, I like, do not, yeah, because I do not body, describe I, I, myself as either now. Yeah. But back then, I was like, I know I'm one. I just have to decide which, which one. Just, I, didn't, I didn't know which, which Now, one. it's like, in fact, now I find But do you think weird. that it's still some heterosexual influences and yes. has, has said dominance? Yeah. I'm a to- yeah, even though I'm gay, I'm still the, and I'm still the masculine it's even, gay. It's even... <laughs> <laughs> I'm the alpha gay. <laughs> it's, even, it's even weirder than that because mm-hmm. it actually comes with some certain rules and some mm-hmm. do's and don'ts. Mm-hmm. Like as a top, right? You're not allowed to bottom. And if you do bottom for mm-hmm. somebody, yeah. the person that is your bottom yeah. will now be feel disrespected mm. that someone else stopped you. Mm. When I tell you that these niggas are weird. Yeah, it's that's like... very interesting because it's giving like, it's, I, I'm almost getting like BDSM type of vibes. It's, but you know, because some, some BDSM, they yeah. do have contracts and rules. It's like, you oh, can't okay, do okay. this, you can't do this. And so that's very No, no, no. It's, 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 it's not even a rule per se. It's just that there's a lot of, um, would I say, negative connotations like and, all of those kind and of stigma things. to yeah. being a bottom. bottom. Like not, how do I even explain this? Not covert. Like people wouldn't tell you, oh, you're horrible because you're a bottom, yeah. right? But calling someone a bottom it means they are can weaker. be used as an but insult. You, but you know, like you, it's even deployed as an insult to you today by other queer people. That's actually Including crazy. by other bottom. 
people that describe themselves uh, as masculinity should be cancelled honestly it's I think so, it's it's, it was masculine energy because that's that's actually crazy that there's that yeah. but but I think but, but it's like we said even within every community and that's yeah. why labels are, are important you have people say oh yes I'm important I mean there's some men that you use well, immediately you see them you know that this person is gay because they're very feminine they're very yeah. flaming they're very this and that and then I think that there's that whole some people don't expect certain people like if somebody's masculine and you see that okay this guy is you just say ah this one is a top but yeah. you don't know that he actually likes bottoming so yeah. it's just that association and it's kind of the same with like um heterosexual sex penis in vagina sex so it's like the penetrating but you know how they'll say they'll say one master key can open 100 doors yeah. and you pour water into a bottle all you. of that it's like what is it about putting something into something that says oh because you are the one entering then you are the one that it's is very I feel like weird. I feel like for for gay men mm-hmm. particularly is a situation where you are not attracted to women sexually but you are still You're holding still on. To find that. You are still holding on to the whole like heterosexual dynamic that yeah. has, you have been socialized into, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. literally. Yeah. Because it is, I would say it's true that there are people that definitely enjoy, you know, bottoming, bottoming but that yeah. they enjoy being a top. There are people that yeah. don't even like topping at all. There are people yeah. that like only topping and don't like bottoming, yeah. right? And I think but it's, a, it's it, a function of like your body parts. I always say yeah, there's people no have things. Everybody says, yeah, where your sensation and your yeah, living exactly. And even people that don't like you know, a, a penetrative sex at all. Yeah. And that's fine. But mm-hmm. it becomes, you know, more tricky when that is an identity that mm-hmm. follows you outside of the bedroom. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's not even that, oh, this person is the bottom in this sexual relationship with this mm-hmm. person. Is that this person is a, a bottom. I'm a bottom. A, I'm a top. And sometimes they even put possessives in front of it, like my bottom and my top. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Slavery was abolished. I'm very sure. <laughs> I'm very, very sure that slavery was abolished. My ass belongs only you. <laughs> so there's, there's, there's always that. I think well. human beings, we generally just like to be like possessive of each other. We just yeah. have that possessive. That's why I said that, you know, I could, I could sense that heterosexual, I want to be the alpha, I want to own this kind of person type thing. I, I can understand needing labels when you're doing like, you know, dating apps and stuff. Yeah. And some people are like, okay, as a... Because I only like penetrative sex. There's no point me being on hinge or me being on this and then... Yeah, this is what, what I want. Like this is what I'm looking for. This is what I'm looking yes. for. So this is my kind of sexual behavior. But for it to become your identity. Yeah. You know, because I know I, I have like a couple of gay friends and I see like when they're talking about, you know, all of those all, all of those dynamics and stuff. And it's very interesting that even within, you know, that community, you still have this whole man versus woman, up versus down. And it's like submission, submissive, you know, all of that stuff. Oh my stuff. God, that- <laughs> Do you know that there's, there's sometimes I come across some tweets, right? And because I'm in not particularly before, because I lost my former account, right? Mm-hmm. And that was a big account. Mm-hmm. So with this account that is smaller, I have more freedom to, you know, post tweets yeah. and reply without fear that, oh, this person is going to be, mm-hmm. you know, be piled on, yes. right? Because you are sinking your followers on them. But back then, it was always like, sometimes I'll come across some tweets and I'm like, I really want to respond to this because it's like, you literally see somebody that is like, please, bottoms, if you find a good top, make sure you like this, this, make sure you like. And it's like, are you okay? How to keep it up? Are you sure? Is everything okay at home? Do you need help? Do you need, I mean, I know therapy is expensive, but going outside and touching grass is free. Like, it's zero naira, literally, right? Because there's this kind of, um, um, you know, heteronormativity that people yes. just imbibe and yes. just like full carry it on yes. their head. It's, it's hard. And it's hard to release it because like, it's like you said, all the TV shows that we're watching. Yep. And so so the, the thing is, if you're, if you're, I can imagine like a gay boy um, watching and all the best rom-coms in the yeah. world. He will try to, cause how we, how do we live through? So we try to insert ourselves or find ourselves in one of the characters. And so you're just like, mm, the way this man's moving, I'm, you know, let's say you're yeah, romantic now and stuff. And then you're just like, okay, but I like them to buy me flowers. I like them to this. I like them to that. And so you start to pick up certain tiny things. Like, okay, maybe this is how I should act. I should be the woman. I remember watching one TikTok, the Muslim TikTok. I don't know if you saw it about, he was talking about like his Ramadan experience. I wake up, I clean the house, I do this, I do mm-hmm. that. And everybody thought, oh. Oh, you want to have a child, a daughter? I, I, no, he, a child. I think he has a, a child or two. He tried, they tried to launch But his partner is white. 
No, no, his partner is black. This one, they're two black. They're two black men. Oh, okay, so he okay. did his whole, you know, um, yeah. Ramadan day, like a day in the life type thing. So everybody was thinking, oh, that his wife is out and he's cleaning the house. Okay. Then his husband now came in, now kissing everybody. Like, okay, ah. someone. Yeah, that I didn't expect the. And they're all. They're, I think they're both black. Ah, yeah, I okay. didn't know both black. Oh, maybe well, maybe, maybe the other video. Oh, maybe the other video is his friend. And then somebody in the comments was like. So which one of you is the wife? I had to reply in the TikTok. Because, you know, that's just such like like this. There's it's no like, wife. Who is the who, who is, is the, the yeah, who, who is, is the, the woman of this yeah. relationship? And yes. it's like we are clearly both men. Like you can literally see that we both identify as men. Like mm-hmm. well, where's the place you're coming from? Mm-hmm. And I feel like is is it's a, a function of not being able to see society without a heterosexual lens, right? Yes, yes. Even when you see people that are clearly not heterosexuals, mm-hmm. you want to you know. Describe them in heterosexual, like Mm -hmm. you know, terms like Mm -hmm. this person is the yeah, that's the boyfriend of the the boyfriend. And 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 things we're all guilty of doing that because you know, you see a gay couple, you said that these ones are dating, and sometimes two people actually do match that energy in terms of there's one that's more feminist, more this, and then there's one that's just more muscular or more calm or more whatever. And it happens with lesbians as well. So even me, I I always, I always, I even actually say that as I'm just like, okay, if I actually, if I'm actually with a babe, I feel like I want to, I am going to be. I won't want to be the feminine. Da, 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 da. Wow. I want to be the masculine one. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think it's a. I don't think it's a. Oh, because I don't. Okay, first of all, I'm not. If I'm attracted to women, the kind yes. of I I like women that look like me or are slightly more dainty. I'm not. I'm not going to follow a stud. Uh, you get. Okay. If I want a man, I'm going to be a man. I don't think that I want to be with like a baggy jeans wearing. Well, these are hypotheticals. No, but I'm saying okay. No, I always say that there's a like by femininity oh, there. Okay. So I haven't, but I haven't explored like relationship with okay. men. But I know what I can be potentially attracted to. Yeah. And even if I was in that dynamic of oh, I'm going to be with a babe. I know my spec of babes. That's like me. I'm just like I just find the woman, the female yeah. body very attractive and very sexy. If I'm posting, I can post hundred fine women. Like yeah. I won't post any because I don't, guess, what you guys have yeah I, don't, I, I really don't know about that particularly mm-hmm. as, it, as it pertains to um, you know gay men mm-hmm. because the, I feel like particularly in the, in the gay community there is a very kind of um, marginalization mm-hmm. against uh, a femme presenting men mm-hmm. right and I feel Definitely. like it, it is a a, 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 a form of toxic masculinity because mm-hmm. I, I know I said heterosexuality other time but yeah. this also applies to masculinity yeah. part of being masculine mm-hmm. is also policing other people's masculinity because yeah. it's a ladder yeah. so if I'm at the top Mm-hmm. My, uh, you know, my duty. You have to make sure you pack all of your soldiers. I have to. I have to always <laughs> remind. I have to always remind people below me that mm-hmm. they are below me. Yes, right? That they, this is not dominance. what they should be. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's kind of like, and that's why I, I, I kind of have it because sometimes people be like, yeah, I'm not attracted to this. It's not my preference. It's not yeah. this. And in as much as I understand, you know, someone saying that I have a spec mm-hmm. in terms of who I'm attracted to, yeah. I also feel like there is also number one, no, the spe- question spe- of specs are influenced by. So I always exactly, say, also, I always say you should also question your preferences. That exactly. one, that one is a you should definitely, you should definitely ask yourself why am why I, am do I, I have this preference? That's number one. And number two, you should also ask yourself like, okay, now in what what is the political consequence mm-hmm. of me putting this spec mm-hmm. preference mm-hmm. on my bio for instance yeah. right yeah. or you know posting about it on twitter right yeah. because yeah. let's say i'm not uh, attracted to you know let, you know men that are very very muscular right yeah. the bodybuilding body mm-hmm. type yeah. I won't just wake up one day and be like, I'm not attracted to this. Yeah. Do you get? Yeah. I don't know if you, you yeah, understand that. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't just wake up Announce and be like, and say, fuck you guys. You guys are not my spec. let you people know. <laughs> By the not... way. But, yeah, so I understand that so, posturing of like, yes, I'm not this one. I'm it's not, not what this, I like or whatever, whatever and stuff. Because see, it, it, I feel like it comes from a, 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 a place of wanting to Position yourself exactly. in a particular, and position, yes. And that's... also position people that look like you and people that you are you find desirable as what should be the default, the standard, yeah. the standard that is mm-hmm. considered desirable, yeah, right? Yeah. Because if, for instance, it was really that, oh, you just don't, you don't feel attracted to this and you are still at a place where you haven't even interrogated that, mm-hmm. nothing stops you from, you know, having a conversation with someone on social media or on dating apps and be like, oh, actually, I'm not really 
mm-hmm. into this. I mean, that would still be like yeah. very problematic, mm-hmm. but it wouldn't be the same thing as coming out to everywhere to announce. Oh, these people are these. Like and even that, the way that they say it, mm-hmm. right? Like, imagine coming to a, someone's bar you are seeing no fats, no femmes, no this. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yes, I get that. Are you, are you, are you okay? Like, I get that. I get that. I get that. Yeah, communicating your preferences is also... So that's why, you know, people now say... And you know, one thing about men, like, there's this... I'm sorry I cut you off. Yeah. There's this, like, just a position of logicality and emotion. I'm just mm-hmm. saying it as it is. You know, no, I, I think no that I, yeah, no, I think like, that, that, that's so dumb. Grow first up, of all. I feel like grow, that's so dumb. Like, grow like, the fuck so, up. Any, any man that comes with the, the logic, I'm like, first of all, <laughs> you're fucking emotional because it's your emotions that is driving you to, to say, say your logic, you are doing, say, I'm using my brain to think, but you guys are the most violent. You guys are the ones that are most easily riled up and so yeah. and, it, and it's actually crazy that, you know, that masculinity and that's like, Need, need to just assert your dominance. Oh, as a man, yeah, even though I'm a man, I need to do this, I need to do that. It's actually regardless of sexuality, your male, and it's, it's like what I said before, that men enable each other when they're in packs. Yeah. Like the way men will act when it's just you or when they're just with women, you see them with each other and all of a sudden, it's they're like feeding, feeding off, off each, each other. other's energy. They're just, everybody wants to form no, I mean this, I mean that. That's and that's why, man the next do you understand? And that's why you, you have like, people who necessarily won't even, when you talk about, oh, this is your wife, your wife is doing this, ah, how can your wife come out, her breast is outside, all, all of that stuff. Yeah. There are things that you won't care about, but then by the time your community is making you see, ah, ah, as a man, you're yeah. here. Your wife is doing this. A man, you are here. I remember I've given this story before about how, like, I have, you know, one of my uncles who is generally very, like, self-sufficient, very independent. Yes, okay, his wife can come and serve his meal, this, 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 this. He, but it's someone that, if everybody's sleeping, you wake up, you warm his food and everything. So one time, having a, you know, party in his house and all of that, this man went to the kitchen, put his drinks, like, on a tray and everything. Then I was passing out, called me, like, oh, yeah, you carry it and follow me. You already served the thing by yourself, but yeah. because your friends are yeah. there, I should get the girl to come and drop it. You just want to oh, yes, you are. And, I, and he might not have done it maliciously, but it was a subconscious thing he did. Yes. And mind you, I was probably like 11, 12, but I could pick up on, you know, like, guy, why are you coming to form because yeah. you have all of these people I always, here? I always say that masculinity, the way it exists now, is a cage, mm. right? Mm-hmm. And is a cage that most men don't even know they are in. Mm-hmm. Let alone knowing how to get out of. Yeah. You you can even see it with all this, like I don't know if you've seen twists like fellas, is he gay to this? Yes, now yes, is he gay? Is it gay and I'm to... me, I'm like, yes, <laughs> don't, don't do it. It's very gay. Like homosexuality. No, yeah, because when people put sometimes I actually I actually reply some of those comments like, Oh, is it gay to drink Capriso with a straw? Because yes, calm down. <laughs> yes, it's gay. If you have a problem that is don't chuck. Cut it with a, a straw and chug it down As like a man, like a real man. So, because it is very much a situation where for men to assert their masculinity, they have to, number one, always police the masculinity of other people. Mm-hmm. So, even someone that's, uh, 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 because again, like in the scenario you gave, for instance, that's his friend that will tell him, Oh, how are you? Do-? Yeah, that his friend is not, he's not in the marriage routine. His your own wife, his own wife might even be serving him, nailing down and serving him. So how what concerns you, you understand? in another man's dynamic with his wife? Mm-hmm. If not that you want to, you know, assert society as a whole, we just don't mind our business with anything. That's why you have old <laughs> white men giving rules about what we me I can do if there is a baby in my womb, like... one idiot in America that has now made laws that have Falling down all the way to Nigeria and saying, No, you must have that. That child. are actually funding, not yeah. you know, that are spending money like US evangelicals are leaving America and bringing tens and you know, tens of millions of dollars to Africa mm-hmm. to come and push and lobby for you know, anti abortion laws and anti queer laws. That's actually crazy. it's it's wild and it's it really, it really, you know, begs the question of. How does this even affect, like, how, that, from that, where that, That's where? always the first thing, like, what's your business? What does what's it your call? business? What? And I think that that's how, why I've always been the way I am. I'm just like, people that I don't know, people that will die, whether family members or yeah. somebody else. It's like, it can even be one auntie. I'm like, you can't talk, you talk to me for a day. You say, no, do this with your life, do this. Then you go on and live your own life. You now leave me to live. So like, it doesn't make sense. Yes. It doesn't make sense yeah. for somebody else to tell me what to do with my life. Yeah. Even with like marriage, even with like, it's like, why do I have to follow these rules of, oh, this is how a marriage works? No, I don't, I want to be somebody that we don't need to live in the same house. We don't need to have children. It's like, 
life is just about your experience. What works for you? What works for you? Find yeah. it. So, and a lot of times you you find people, and that's why I always talk about polyamory and like consensual non-monogamy. You you know that at your core, yes, there's the society enabling men to cheat up and down. But you also know that you're somebody who you want to have sex with different types of people, but you still want to be a man that controls his wife, keeps his yeah. wife in check. Your wife's vagina is for only you, but your penis is for 69 babes. <laughs> for the community. The streets, for the community. <laughs> but you will not have a conversation. With you don't want person. to do the work. You don't want to yeah. do your own emotional work as a person that your own woman has her own freedom to, to have sexual experiences outside of yeah. you. And it's not as if I'm saying you cannot both be monogamous, but it's like, how many truly monogamous people couples you, do you see is together? Is even worse than that in that men don't just care who is having sex with you know they don't just care that if other people are having sex with their female partners they also care about her sexual past mm-hmm. and it's so wild to it's me just dumb because it's actually so I dumb. always I, I ask I ask people that I have this conversation with I'm like if this person you are, you are, that is your partner, mm-hmm. if they've had sex with like 15 people before you, mm-hmm. how is it your business? Uh, how does how, it affect you? How does it affect you? How does it... It's so wild because they'll be like, oh, they... And there's also a lot of memes where they'll be like, oh, uh, 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 imagine you are somewhere and then everybody's like, ah, I've slept with this person. Mm-hmm. And it's like, maybe this is also from me being gay, mm-hmm. but if I'm somewhere and my partner... I have a partner and there's somebody saying I've slept with this person. Why would that make me unhappy? Mm-hmm. I mean, I obviously know that I met, this pers- I met this person as an adult. Yeah. Right? I didn't meet them as a baby because it's also giving like pedof- like, do you want a child? Mm-hmm. This is mm-hmm. an ad. Like, and it's meet, crazy. It's like, you meet someone you know, like, but you meet you know, a 28-year-old and you want them to... And then sometimes they'll, they'll tell you like, like it's like, oh yes, uh, because I had sex with her four years ago. Like, I yeah. cannot know my guy has sex with you four years ago, so no, I cannot go there. Like there was one of my friends where she was she was telling me how um one guy was moving to her, but then he now heard that she and her guy had oh. there. So the guy now said, Okay, no, let me go and collect permission. I said, Jesus. Permission. So 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 th- that's also the thing that they do. They Wait, say, did they date? No, they just had sex. So they're not saying that I need to know. They'll say, ah, you know, my guy has to be okay with it and stuff. You know, sometimes the people even say, okay, yeah. if your your friend dated one person, they've broken up, can you move to them? Some say, no, no, go. Never. And I say yeah. that this thing is is not a respect thing. I don't know why people... It's an ownership so, thing. for me, right? It's definitely an ownership thing. For me, the, 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 the only, like, caveat I'll put there, right, is when someone is my friend, mm-hmm. right, their relationship with their ex yeah. would matter to me if yes. I want to date that person. Yeah. Because imagine if that person you is their hater. Yeah, oh, fair. Or the person get... is even still in love with them. Or, or, imagine or the person if, was really wicked Or imagine if the person ran them streets. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right? yeah, yeah. So me dating them is going to... It's just somehow. But it, it's still... Sometimes not... maybe you'll be the one that will, you will, will change them. And so maybe your love... I mean, you know, that's what people always do. So yeah, with me, he's not going to cheat. Yeah, maybe. so... It, I'm going to be the one. The, 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 the thing is, the thing is, I feel like I feel like a lot of people just approach relationships from a very ownership mentality, mm-hmm. like we were, we were talking about yeah. before. They see people as my. That's even why you see when you hear people, you know, attacking people for dating or for having sex with their partners, mm-hmm. right? It's because they see their partner as their responsibility. Mm-hmm. You just violated their property rights. Yes. That's mm-hmm. because if you don't view it as that, why are you talking to that person? Do you, you, you have a formal agreement I, I, with that I, person? I, and it's or... crazy because men especially, see how I love frying men on this <laughs> Men especially will say, yeah, to be honest, to be honest, men especially will say that but then they can have slept with the person's entire general like, case in two weeks. So, but it's like, hey, so uh, I didn't love her now. I didn't, but you see, they'll not, they not say, oh, as a woman, but you bent over for him. He gave yeah. you doggy. He did this. He did that. It's just, it's just really, it's just really weird. It's just really weird. I, I just find those dynamics just. We have a long way to go, Sha. And I, yeah, I, I think that people, people just need to actually try to live for themselves. But it's very hard because obviously you have yeah. family. You have societal norms. And then, like you said, about marriage not just being about... Some of, some of us are just like, oh, love, 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 love. But for a lot of people, that's how they make financial moves. Yeah. That's how they make more respect. And then, deservedly, so there's the 
protection that marriage gives you yes. as a person and all of that. Yeah. But it's like, I mean, there I is, there's, I think it's called the, uh, I think it's, I've forgotten what the, the concepts, the word is that is used to conceptualize it, mm-hmm. but it's kind of like something around warm, okay. warm hug, kind of, right? Yeah. Where, you know, marriage kind of release, uh, 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 well, a family, mm-hmm. quote unquote, gives you that the same kind of uh, a comparable feeling to a warm hug, right? Mm. Particularly for men. Mm. Because when you are married to someone, once that bride price has been paid and those wedding and oh, ho, ho, you immediately become useless. Mm. You don't cook for yourself. You don't wash your own clothes. You don't clean up after yourself. Mm. You can have as many children as you want without putting in any amount of work other than just bringing money, mm-hmm. right? So it, it, it really, be, especially for men, right? Marriage becomes like something that has just so many benefits, yeah. right? That it would be crazy, mm-hmm. right? Not to, you I just mean, tell people to just, if, especially if, for men, Charles, especially for men. Particularly for men. And, and, for I, and, and it, I feel like women too, that's where a lot of women are like, money, 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 because it's like, I have to get something out yeah. of this, all the yeah, respect. Yeah, yeah. And it is, it's also why women are so shamed when they're not married mm-hmm. because they really have to... There's nothing in marriage for women, mm-hmm. to be very honest, mm-hmm. right? Apart yeah. from that, we will no longer shame Perception you. Perception of, We will yes, no longer shame you, you for being now, an unmarried know, spinster. Mm-hmm. So that's why... Spinster. Facha. <laughs> that's, why, that's why there is the so much... The unwanted honestly, castaway. <laughs> and even... You, you see women even internalize that. Once you get that misses, you have to... As someone that has been married for four days... Mm-hmm. Can you, can you? <laughs> you understand? Like, yeah, you know, as a single, how to get a man, how to get So it's it's really it's it's basically social control, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's why I personally really have a problem with marriage as an institution, Same. because it's a situation where this institution is clearly oppressive and is designed that way, right? Mm-hmm. It's designed to basically turn you know one partner in the marriage into a sidekick mm-hmm. at you know basically right mm-hmm. because especially in the African yeah, context yeah because once I think of marriage like I think that that's why I panic I'm just like the average Nigerian design of marriage is taking so many things away from me it's taking so much of my autonomy yes. it's taking why yes. are you as a married man in the club at 12 o'clock yeah. shaking your bum bum why have you not cooked for your children yeah. why you, you've not even you've not even landed in the marriage so we are coming in nine months time <laughs> why are you policing my womb I want womb watchers it's so crazy like and people just think oh this is like God Gave you a brain, yeah. put you on this earth with so many different experiences, yeah. and then you're just thinking, okay, this is what I have to do to be happy. And it's unfortunate that even men that claim to be feminist or progressive are, you know, they don't even their actions don't really match up with their they words, don't. right? Because the people will be like, ah, yeah, women should be equal, women yeah. should be this, but when when, when you know that you can just sit back, like if you don't sweep, she is going to, right? If you don't cook, she's going to. If you don't, you know, clean everywhere, she's going to. Do you get that kind I of thing? I dragged one guy on Twitter. He was, just, like, he was like, oh, my wife is going to have a house. Da, 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 da. <laughs> what is your wife who have a house? I said, you, you, why can't you? He said, no, that I can give her the money to, but why would I go and get the house of myself? It's like, I always ask me sometimes, like, what yeah. do you see when you see women? You just don't see yeah. full human beings. Where you it's, like, even, it's even weird because like, the, the house help thing, I feel like the house help thing is very, very classist mm-hmm. because when someone brings up that you, the man, should take, you know, you should actually also invest domestic time. Like, mm-hmm. you should invest time in your domestic upkeep. Mm-hmm. You now say, oh, I'm going to pay my wife to pay, pay another woman. woman to come what happened to you? Like, I don't know if you get it, right? Because in as much as some people, like, obviously, anybody that can afford to outsource their labor will mostly, mm-hmm. like, prefer to, to do, do that. that yeah. But the, you should fact, still be self-sufficient. The fact, she, the fact she remains that societally, most people can't do that, do that, right? that yeah. poor woman that your wife is going to pay to come and clean everywhere when she goes back to her own house she will still, clean she will still be the one and to clean even it. The, I, I find so, I, f- I find relationships with house up is a whole other thing because Nigerians too we don't pay yeah. people enough then even when okay you complain about leave labor laws but your house up is living with you she only has maybe yeah. one no, no, Saturday off is, it's just crazy is, is, it's just crazy because yeah world. there's classism there's, there's all sorts of shit world. so honestly it's just it's just really um it's just really crazy. It's just really, I feel like we've just, there's just so much we have even spoken about before <laughs> on here that we didn't even get to. Yeah. Oh, yes, I was going to ask about your scars. How did you get them? The ones that you showed me. Oh, um, so what happened was, uh, I had just published a short story then. This was um, 2016 mm-hmm. uh, in Enugu, 
I published a short story. I think it was it was the first full length short story because I before that I had published like a few flash fiction, so like less than one thousand words or so. But this was like a full like five thousand words short mm-hmm. story, right? And so obviously my haters on Facebook <laughs> found the you know took the link and posted on the uh, the our university. Facebook group, right? I posted that, oh, he's in, uh, he's a pre-med student, he's in year one, he's this, he's that, he lives in Nomex, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, and there was a lot of, and you know the thing with Nigerians is, even people that don't intend to actually fulfill their threats, mm-hmm. somehow have a lot of mouth to, you know, still make that threat. And I feel like even, even if you look at our society traditionally, right, you see people say, telling another, like an old person, then another old person, I'll kill you. He does not intend to kill that person. Mm-hmm, Why are you saying it? <laughs> you yeah. get? So a lot of people were like, you know, a lot of threats. And at that point, I was, I mean, I, I, I was an open advocate for queer rights. So I was used to the threats, right? Mm-hmm. So, but eventually, the, some people decided to make good on the threats. It was like four, five guys. Wow. I was coming back from the bank that day because I was going through it at, at, at that time. That's even that's the worst part. I was, do you know what happened? I asked my aunt to send me money because I was flat out broke mm-hmm. and I didn't even have like uh, 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 my uh, phone. I didn't have a phone then. Like my phone wasn't working, right? Mm-hmm. So I couldn't even check if I've gotten an alert. Yeah. I had to take my ATM and go today. To go and check your balance on if, if I like, see balance, I'll withdraw. If I don't see, she will go back home. <laughs> so I was literally going through it. So I was coming from a Fidelity Bank. So there's this bush path through our um, library, right? Mm-hmm. That leads to the hostel. That's, that's where they're like, you know. And they, there's this kind of expectation to, you know, beg and be remorseful and be that. And me, I would rather die, like, actually kill me because. <laughs> I was like, Mm-mm. like, what is about me? I'll pretend like I don't know what you're talking about, right? They were like, so you've been promoting homosexuality, and like, how? What do you mean? And like, so the story you are writing and you know, uh, pushing is this what they sent you to a to, to do? And you know, as they're still asking you the question, you know, slap. Someone oh, wow. kicked me. Someone kicked me off. Actually, I was I would have run, but before I knew, before I had a chance, someone like kicked Rich me done, off, yeah. and I fell. So. That was, and you know, they were like kicking me. Uh, wow. ugh, it was, it was horrible. And how old were you here? Like sixteen? I was literally sixteen years old. Wow. It, it's even. I feel like the saddest part of it is I was actually a bit like. I don't. I don't know if grateful is the word, right? Mm-hmm. Because I wasn't. I didn't need to go to the hospital. Mm-hmm. I wasn't like. It's not as if like my face, you get like my eyes. We have you know something <laughs> like that. It yeah. was just like. I mean, this was it was is bad, right? Mm-hmm. But was it, was, could, it, was it was it a kick or was it a knife or was it a bottle? No, no, no. It, it was it was kicking. It wasn't kick. actually a knife. Oh, it was okay. literally from kicking. So I had like a cut, mm. right, from wow. the you know. But that's kicking. crazy that you still have that. That kick must have been almost. Oh, it, oh. <laughs> it was kicking the gear. Like, like they really crazy. tried it. They you tried. They fucking tried it. And um, it was even. I I feel like because. I knew that if it was a situation where I had serious medical, you know, uh, uh, implications from that attack, I wouldn't have had support from my family. I could have, I would have suffered a lot of victim blaming. I, yeah. I don't doubt that my father would have, you know, paid oh, for my treatment. How did your family, how your family um, adjust to you? Oh, long story. As in, you, you know, time? I didn't even think how about it. I was like, oh, well. How many hours of time do you I was have? Like, oh, well, we didn't even talk about home fronts because See, that must have been a whole thing. It was. And the, the funny thing is, right, while my siblings, so my siblings at that time, my siblings are all chill now, right? Mm-hmm. So, but at that time, they were like, well, I'll still pray for you and hope that God will be blah, blah, blah. Yeah. How father, many are you guys? We are five. How many boys? How many girls? Three boys, two girls. Okay. So I'm, I have two brothers and two sisters. Oh, you are your brothers holding the heterosexuality down there? Uh, uh, honestly, <laughs> good luck to them. <laughs> <laughs> so it was it was a situation where they were like, I mean, if I told them they were, I was attacked, right? When I told, like, they would have been very compassionate, right? But I feel like my father would have really blamed me, right? Because my father was like the OG homophobe. He would always be like, you know, OG homophobe. I mean, I'm not, fair, I'm not no, joking. But fair. I mean, standard. Most Nigerians are homophobic. This to be and fair. the type of homophobe I mean is he posts all these like uh, uh, homophobic posts on his 
Facebook. Like all this, the European Court of Justice just ruled that two men don't have the right to get married. Yeah. This shows that even the white people know oh that was a, that's the type of homophobia I'm is. Dead. It's so like and it's funny it's because we are we are we are um friends on Facebook. So I will just ignore whatever he says. Was he seeing you? Yes, he and you was... also ignore whatever because wow. you will not... Oh my, I feel like everything was subbing you with <laughs> all <laughs> those posts. <laughs> Me, I was also really like, homophobes are this, homophobes are that. You come and collect his own sub. Everybody... So it's like, I just kind of knew, right? Because... They, they, I mean, I had my aunties tell me, oh, this is not, you know, this is not what, think of your father, think of this, this. Mm-hmm. I and my father aren't that close. So we never had the whole, he never tried to never ask me, yeah, why are you gay? Why are you? Because we just don't have that, like, we do not have that relationship at all. Yeah. He would just, the only, only context in which we discussed awareness was, you know, he may say, him physically making homophobic comments and me being like um yeah, that doesn't that. make any sense yeah. at all and he being like even the bible says i'm like okay okay the bible said it and should we start dancing <laughs> you can live yeah. with your bible that doesn't mean that it's true you cannot kind of thing so that's that's the kind of conversation we've never had a personal people ask me oh what has your father you know how does the father say it? i'm like he minds his business because okay. he he knows that I me i'm also not we don't have the relationship where he can he tell me. Yeah, in your life. Yeah, I'll tell you what can to tell do. me don't do this or because if he says this, I'll just be like, okay, thank you for your That's advice. I've I've I've, I've had. Fair <laughs> <laughs> enough. So that's that. Yeah, that. Okay. So before they they, they strangle me from <laughs> let me um oh yeah I didn't ask you spit or swallow. Hmm. Hard question. I'm going to bring you back for another because episode. Because I say I say hard <laughs> question because sometimes, right, mm-hmm. it's like definitely swallow. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's like, um, you better not come in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. <laughs> so, Fair enough. So, Fair enough. Yeah. And then last question, make this one for what is the Jason scene in Nigeria like for you? Uh um, I I don't I don't sure that's an appropriate question. Mm. I've never really been in a relationship, mm. so it's like, and I feel like it, much of it is also because I'm a very I do not like stress. Like I don't like to, and I also like my own space. But do you like love and romantic? Yes, but you know, with someone that I can love, right? Because I'm a very ideological person I if I believe something I really really like is a I, I'm not the type of person that compromises on things like if I believe something I really 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 believe it I'm not the type of person that will see oh they're dragging my boyfriend for this so I don't agree with him but I also told him I don't agree with him yeah. it's like if I don't agree with this you follow them to drag you I, I will drag <laughs> wow it's not, that, it's not that I'll follow them to drag you it's that I'm going to have a problem defending not that I'm going to have a problem defending I'm going to have a problem rationalizing remaining in a relationship with that person oh, okay. because I feel like if I believe in something it definitely has to have some sort of moral mm-hmm. like you know angle to it angle, right okay. I'm not going to be like oh I believe I'm a you know a god you supremacist yeah. or amala or not mm-hmm. do you get that kind of yeah. thing I don't really care oh, about any of that right but if it's about saying something like oh you know, say something about poor people or... or f- so you basically, I, you like people that have sense? I like people that have a worldview I can relate with, right? Because I also know that many people cannot deal with their partner criticizing yeah, them in yeah, that manner, right? Yeah, like yeah. if someone was, if someone said, you know, let's say, made transphobic comments for instance and you mm-hmm. call them a transphobe right yeah. they'll take offense on, yes, on that yes. like what do you mean I'm a tra-? do you get that kind of thing mm-hmm. and it's like someone's talking to me because I call them fatphobic and I'm just like relax do you get that kind yeah. so they, there was an example there was this guy I really really liked mm-hmm. like I really liked this guy and we were talking and between. and then one day I saw in status a video of a he posted a video in status of a very fat man mm-hmm. dancing with a very slim woman and it was their wedding. They were wearing, yeah. you know. And he's like, I'm here, I'm still single. And that really, like, Ooh, I don't know if bad. you get, yeah. like, I could never be in a relationship with that type of person. Yeah. No matter the type of, yeah. do you get? Yeah. So imagine if I was in a relationship with that type of, it would, it would, it's not something I can 
oh, he's flawed. I can, you know, I can yeah. overlook. I can't, I can't. Yeah, and I can't compromise I mean, that, that makes sense. You know, I think so, value alignment is very different. Yeah. For me, I'm like, you know, I believe that everybody's in a different part of the spectrum. But even if you are, are not in the same area, we need to be close. Or you have to have a willingness to have those kind of yeah, conversations. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 okay, yeah, yeah you actually changed yes. my mind. And, you know, and I actually... I, and to be very honest, mm-hmm. I also have... It's easier for me to have conversations critiquing that with them yeah. when I'm not you know when you're not romantic I'm not romantically involved, involved yeah, with you them now have it's to so much easier around, for me you know, you know, and if this is someone I like in which case I'll, I'll feel so in fact I'll feel personally like offended oh my god so, so that was a that was a thing that I realized I was doing one person where I'm like yeah, okay, all this. If if you're yeah, just a physical relationship, or whatever, if you like, go and be fascinating yeah. out. But if you are going to be my core person, yeah, there's some things that I don't even want you to say. So when you're just you before you even start saying that, very say yes. I'm fucking him. Yeah. Even if even if he does he doesn't even mean that, but it's like don't play devil's advocates with, yes. with some of my yes. causes because yeah, I don't definitely. even want you to be that person that thinks definitely. like that. So the stakes are actually higher. When Another you thing have is that I also yeah, I also don't I I don't vibe with the you know the ownership mentality people have around relationships yeah. right mm-hmm. like if I was to be dating someone I wouldn't be your your man right yeah. I would be Kayode yeah. but also in a relationship with you yeah. right yeah. I wouldn't be like I feel like a lot of people really view people in their in relationships with yeah, them as their property, property that yeah. they are entitled to mm-hmm. because the type of person I am you could literally be like hi babe I want to come over I'm like okay I'm not available. And he's like, where did you go? I'm at home. I didn't go anywhere. Yeah, what are you doing? What are you doing? I'm not doing anything. I just don't, do you get, I just yeah. don't want someone in my space. I, be- I believe that you're going to find somebody that aligns <laughs> with you from, when this episode is out, they're going to slide into you. Oh, uh, okay. Oh. That'd be weird though. <laughs> You said don't be weird. Yes, don't oh, be weird. Oh, I thought you said that weird. Okay, so no, no, I said don't. Don't, be don't weird. slide. Don't slide in. On <laughs> just you know, just do it um nicely. So we'll yeah. close out with the tip of the week. What would you give um just anyone listening to this episode as regards like being more? I mean, actually, you can actually spin it from any angle. Just yeah. any tip to any demographic. If you want to talk to the top, so if you want to tell <laughs> the masculine guys or the heterosexuals, just, okay, um, open tip. For um, I would say that people should try and really and this one is specifically for women Mm -hmm. right to try and really interrogate their sexual desires Mm -hmm. a lot of people think that you know just because this is your sexual desires means that you know it's i mean it's just my preference it's just what i like right Mm -hmm. and i really feel like a lot of the time they don't actually you know yeah they don't care about how they came to desire those things because yeah. desire is also very political. The type mm. of people you desire, yeah, the type of... podcast, <laughs> <laughs> even the type of body you consider desirable yes. is very like people think, oh, you are you are not born with any particular preference. It's yeah. something that was shaped, you know, yeah. based on certain things, and you yeah. always have to consider these desires and the way I go about kind of, you know, expressing them and communicating communicating them. them, Is it ethical? Does it harm other people? Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. So that's, you know, what I'm going to say. You should, I I would really encourage people to take the time to also question that. Like all of you that don't like dark skin, light skin, light skin, light skin, but oh, I have a problem. I mean, but anytime they do that, then they'll throw women and short men. And to be fair, Sha, you know, even me, I'm guilty of it. But I know why I prefer Tom. I actually prefer short men. I don't know. I find that so. I mean, my own is, I think that I like, I think for me, it's that thing of like, you know, I feel like I'm somebody who's like, dominance in some ways like yeah. I, I can assess my presence and stuff okay. and so sometimes you want that space where you can be a baby and so like when it's all man she just hug me like this and my head is on his chest oh yeah kiss my head. So i like that i I, I would say that in terms of like you know the cuddles and blah 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 yeah. i like men with that boards mm. because they give the best hugs they mm. give the best kind cuddles yeah, but yeah. at the same time i also kind of feel like you know men that are short like you know if you're Shaped like Emma. If I, <laughs> no, no, no. For, for real, he's like, oh, okay. okay. I'm listening. Oh, I remember being thrown off someone because I saw he was sitting on the bed. Like, you know when you're used to tall men and like, they're on the bed and their legs are like reaching the table. But then okay. this one was just short and his leg was just in the middle of the bed. I was like, oh, and nothing. I was like, nope, ah, I'm no, sorry. I'm, but you know, I'm I love I'm strong enough to carry you. Just... <laughs> 
We love everybody on this planet. Everybody's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Kaede, this was great. Thank you yeah. so much I really for coming. Yes, I ha- I enjoyed it too. Okay, guys, um, follow the podcast at Spit or Swallow Pod on Instagram, um, Spit or Swallow Podcast on YouTube, SOS Pod Official on. Twitter, Spit or Swallow Pod on TikTok. House of Chocolates is me on Instagram. And Coyote, where can we find you? Um, You can find me at Annie underscore Coyote. So that's A-N-I underscore K-A-Y-O-D-E. That's my ads everywhere. TikTok, Facebook. And you can check Instagram. his website as well. He has a and lot my of website beautiful well. stories. And Coyote yeah. also has an amazing book. Coming. Yeah, I almost forgot my book. <laughs> You know, plug my book. So I have a book coming out in June. If you are in the US, uh, UK, and rest of the world, but if you are in West Africa, it's coming out in July from Cassava Republic. You can order the book on Amazon or on any book, uh, uh, any you know traditional book seller yeah, sites. Yeah. You know, Barnes and Nobles, bookseller. Where, wherever it is it's there the the so the name of the book is and then he sang a lullaby and then it's, he sang a lullaby that's so <laughs> yeah so yeah definitely buy the book it's coming out in June so you can pre-order now by the way just go on Amazon you can get it right now probably it literally today All right. thank, thank you. you so much thank you guys bye see you same time next week bye